Hey, it's Big Joe for Absolute Comfort, your trusted independent American Standard Air dealer. And owner Chris Wedekin sells the Mitsubishi Electric Mini Split, a great option for heating and cooling where ductwork can't be installed. If you have one of those homes that has baseboard heat or electric heat, ceiling cable heat, these can be specifically designed for those houses because in those houses it's very difficult to have them do all the construction and remodeling that goes with adding ductwork into those types of homes. Find out more by going to absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted independent American Standard Air Mitsubishi Electric Elite Ductless Pro dealer it's time to hear from you kendall and casey present voicemails brought to you by qc kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN i'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine the phone number for voicemail, 317-684-8444. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So I was out for a few days taking care of somebody who needed care taken. And while I was out, Ethan Hatcher filled in. And yesterday, it sounds like the two of you, uh, you had a little roundabout, did you not? Well, it was one of the more popular segments we've ever done on this show. <laughs> and that's why we're here is to educate and entertain. Um, so... Uh, I had reached my limit on what I felt was Ethan being very dismissive and, quite frankly, insulting of people who believe, and rightfully so, that there were major issues with the 2020 presidential election. Mm-hmm. And Ethan doesn't care for Trump, and I know that, and that's that's fine. It's his prerogative. We clearly have a lot of issues with Trump as well as we laid out here. It's not that. However, and this happens with Trump unlike really anybody else, I think often people's personal opinion of Trump clouds their ability to be, because Ethan is a very smart guy. If you've ever listened to Saturday Night on the Circle, he does a fine job there. That's a nice show. He does a lot of well-thought-out segments, which is so it is surprising to me that he is so dismissive and, quite frankly, I've felt in the past flippant about people who look at obvious areas of concern with the 2020 election. And I had reached my limit with it yesterday. And finally, I just told him, I said, I'm done with this and I'm done with you. And I went on about a three or four minute rant Mm -hmm. because I am a person who believes there were serious issues with the 2020 presidential election, as should any person who says, when you just have governors and secretaries of state just walking out in the middle of the summer going, hey, Oh, without any vote of the legislature whatsoever or input from the people who are elected to serve the people, we're just going to change the way we do elections. Mm -hmm. And whether that is in Indiana where they just change the election day or other places like Pennsylvania where more serious stuff took place, which is we'll just mail everyone a ballot. Mail in ballots. Yeah, uh, that was so weird. We're going to have no oversight whatsoever. We just hope that'll get back in time. Or whether it's in places like Michigan or Georgia where Trump's winning into the middle of the night and then all of these states at the same time, well, they just switched. Boy, isn't that amazing? Oh, we stopped counting and then the next morning, hey, Trump lost, what do you know? And then magically, a bunch of ballots just got dropped off. And we talked about this yesterday. Ben Stein, who's one of the greatest Americans who's ever lived, and many of you know I did his podcast for a long time and he was just just incredible to be around him, who is by no means a radical right-winger. Ben Stein is as establishment Republican as you can possibly get. Once said on on that show, and he, you know he's a mathematician and and an economist. It is statistically impossible for what happened in 2020 to happen. The odds of that actually happening, it is beyond 
expressing how statistically impossible what happened in 2020 is to have happened and it happened. So the point of all that was that you are not a conspiracy theorist if you look at Pennsylvania and Michigan and other places and go, that's wrong. That should not have happened. That raises a red flag. And when it happens in swing state after swing state after swing state after swing state, mm-hmm. where ten to 15,000 votes decide the difference, and wow, man, wow, amazing, magically they found the votes. They just kept going until they found them. It doesn't make you a crackpot or a lunatic or someone or an insurrectionist. And I was just done with it. Oh, mm-hmm. no, you're not going to say that anymore. You can say it. It's your show. And I'll push back on you, too. But I'm certainly not going to let the fill-in guy do that. And so uh, we love Ethan. He's a really great guy. He Everyone should totally listen to Saturday Night on The Circle. But I'd reach my limit. And a lot of people called today because they wanted to weigh in. So we love you, Ethan. I see you in the chat. You're great. Let's go. Rob, your tirade to Ethan yesterday was so spot on, and I love it. Um, just because millions of Americans feel like some states subverting their legislatures to change laws and make it easier to, quote, unquote, vote during a pandemic by God only knows who does not make me or those millions of Americans crackpots. We believe in the rule of law, and we believe that legislatures should have been involved so that the voice of the people was heard, not just the voice of secretaries of state and Democratic governors. Thanks. Have a great day. Welcome back, Casey. Mm. Yeah, questioning what happened in 2020, that is your First Amendment right. It's been happening in elections since the beginning of this country. We got a lot of phone calls, so I will limit the commentary right now because I want to make sure all of these are heard. Uh, go ahead, Kev. So because Trump's lawyers can prove that there was election fraud in 2020, that means it didn't happen. So I guess that means O.J. Simpson is an innocent man and didn't kill those two people because they couldn't prove he did that. As for whether or not 2020 was a national conspiracy, uh, in my opinion, yes and no. It wasn't national in terms of it occurring in every single state, but Democrats, I think, chose their stand in some of the key swing states, such as Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Arizona. Uh, Michigan with the ballot dump, Pennsylvania with, the, as you say, the mass unaccountable mail-in voting, and Arizona with the shady ballots. Uh, Arizona, I think, just audited their ballots from 2020 and discovered over 50,000 of them to be questionable and possibly should not have been counted. Um, You had Hillary Clinton telling Joe Biden not to concede no matter what happens on the night of the election because she knew what was going to happen. And what happened? Trump was way ahead across the board in 2020. Joe Biden didn't concede. And by the next morning, it was all fixed so that Biden could win. And and one of the things that was really frustrating yesterday is Ethan said, well, why didn't the courts blah, blah, blah? Because you are talking about a finite amount of time by which you had to figure out what the hell went on. It takes these states forever to even certify these elections. And that's why January 6th was so important. When you had like in Pennsylvania, the Republicans there waving their hands going, no, don't certify this. We're telling you we are the governance. We have huge problems with this. 
once the election is is certified and Joe Biden is sworn in, what is the Supreme Court really going to do? And you're talking about the level you would have to reach in order to be able to prove the thing. They're not going to overturn that. That's why the election integrity is so important. That's why not having mass mail-in balloting is so important. That's why the Republicans in Pennsylvania, who were a part of the governance, they're not you know, militiamen. We're talking about actually elected people in Pennsylvania. We're going, this is crap. Someone please stop this. The court, you're, I'm not even sure if you, if you had definitive proof of the Russians manipulating the ballot box that the Supreme Court, by the time it got to them, would have been like, yeah, no, can't do that. I'm not, I'm not, that would even be even more weird and wacky and precedented. So just because the Supreme Court didn't go, yeah, you're right, overturn. Well, then what? Do we have another election? That's why the election integrity is so important and why people lost their minds mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. it was going on. Yeah. All right, what's next? I'm riding my bicycle this morning. You know, I listen to the show every day. I'm a big fan. Um, got to tell you, I'm one of those guys that don't really care much for you, but still tune in. Period. But right now, after you set that gentleman straight you're working with, you're probably my favorite person, man. Oh. Rock on, brother. Keep going. Well, you know, hate mail always goes to the front of the line, so that's why we didn't put it up first. Yeah. Compliments really well, I think don't do much for the, me. These, these phone calls just prove... Well, and that's what I wanted to... And, Everybody's and, been questioning. Well, and that's this is what... We love Ethan, and again, he's totally welcome back here anytime, and, and he's a great guy, and everybody should keep listening to him. But I'm playing these phone calls mm-hmm. because I, I know he's listening, and he's in the chat, and he's a great listener. I hope he is understanding these are totally reasonable people. Like, these are not, again, tinfoil hat-wearing crackpot lunatics. Right. This is our audience. Mm-hmm. Millions of law-abiding, tax-paying, hard-working people who go to work every single day and contribute to society feel the same way of the things Donald Trump is is expressing. Yeah. What's next, Kev? Hi, Rob and Casey and Ethan. I mentioned this to Rob last Friday at the State Fair. The post office has hired, and you can go look it up, there's jobs available for contract workers to deliver mail. I've seen them. They don't wear uniforms. They drive a little truck. They carry mail in their hand, strolling along. Don't tell me that that is not going to have an effect or could have an effect on this mail-in ballot idea, which I think is wrong. And because people used to be able to get to the polls, and now everybody's too weak to get to the polls. And just look at the problems of hiring anybody anywhere and the type of people that they could get. And now the post office is going to hire these people that just shuffle along and drop letters wherever somebody tells them to? I don't know. I wonder. Obviously, they're not working for the United States Postal Service. They're working for a contract company Mm -hmm. that is hired by the Postal Service. Mm -hmm. I don't understand how that's happening. Yeah, she's talking about contract workers, and you're not going to be as loyal as if you actually work for the company. 
And and again, she's not making that up. I've talked to somebody who works in the post office. They said absolutely not. They needed to do that. It's public. They're advertising for it. They're trying to get it. Their post office is desperately understaffed. And they do. There's photographic evidence of these people who are out delivering letters and stuff. They're not wearing uniforms. They're not, you know, you have no, they have no idea. You know how hard it is to, if you're a federal agency, which the post office is, to even vet the people that actually work for you that go through the vetting process, much less just random companies that have people working for them is ludicrous and it's ludicrous to think that with all those unvetted people mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have people who are now they may not care whether you get your water bill or not maybe they're not interested in shenanigans with that but when it comes to winning elections what are we talking about the difference of was it 46,000 votes i mean it's a, these it's pathetically it's small one one contract worker exactly making the difference uh, one more yeah, this is a message for Ethan. I don't guess he's ever seen a video of poll workers, Democrat poll workers, pulling out cases of ballots from under tables in Georgia. Mm. So please find that video and show it to him and then see what he has to say. Thank you. Ethan's got some homework to do. Well, right. And look, we love Ethan and we know he can take it. And that's why I'm sure he's not sitting right now crying over anything because he's a he's a big boy and he's an adult and he knows. But it is ludicrous to think that all these governors in these swing states that Trump that had been blue forever, the Trump pulled red. It just has happened to happen there. And then Mm -hmm. this is where it's why didn't it happen in Indiana? Why didn't the same thing happen in Indiana? Oh, because we have voter ID in this state. Now, it's stupid that these do-nothings in the House and Senate at the state legislature allowed Holcomb to change Election Day, but we still have voter ID. Why didn't it happen in Oklahoma? Why didn't it happen in uh, Kansas? Why did it just happen in all these states that are always the states that decide the elections? And why did it happen in the middle of the night you can either believe in the, just these are all just the big giant most just incredible coincidences in the entire world or something happened and people have the right to question their government and question what happened. Well, the foreshadowing happened with the mail-in ballots. If yep. you didn't if, if that didn't make your spidey senses go off, then then I don't, two, I don't know what will. Two, two, th- one more thing and then we got to get to a break. In 2012, I knew Obama was going to beat Romney the night before the election. All the polls were like, oh, my gosh, it's so close. And Romney's gaining. And Rom-. I knew it was over because the night before the election, Obama went home and shot baskets at home. Romney's out doing rallies and he's this thing and he's that thing. Obama was like, it's over. I'm going home. I've got the polling clear shows. I can just go put my feet up. And I was, I was like, you people are crazy. He's going to win and win easily. And he did. What did Biden do all of 2020? He was in the basement. He was in his basement. Yeah. They knew he didn't need to campaign. There's no way that's a coincidence. And you are going to tell me that ding dong got 80 million votes. No way. (laughs) All right. Exercising your First Amendment. It's beautiful, Rob.